Previously on. There's certain bands that have have broke up or, and probably will never get back together again. But I still want to play their tunes because I still think they have life in them, and I think mm-hmm. people will like oh, them, yeah. and maybe it'll inspire them to either get back together or create new music in right. the end. This is Beyond FM. Peace, quiet, and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. All right, St. Louis, I want to hear everybody sing it. Come on. Beyond Radio. Beyond now, here comes the music. Let's 
Wait for it, Rustin. Wait for it. There it is. It's the best of everything STL Beyond FM. And that was a little band I was in back in uh, 1994 to 97. It was called Organic State. That was me. Sing it away for you, Rustin. Did you enjoy that? Oh, yeah. Cool. I was bobbing my head along with that. Cool. Good, good tune. Appreciate it. Thank you. Anyway, so uh, welcome to the show. It is Thursday night. This is Beyond FM Live, and we do this every week now from beautiful Collinsville, Illinois, right here on Main Street. And um, and we've had a crazy two weeks, but this past week has made it up for the week before. Would you say? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes it a lot easier when, you know, you can go to shows as a fan instead of a promoter. So it's a little bit more enjoyable that way making new relationships with uh, venue owners that that does um so the, to backtrack a little bit um friday um we got to see our wonderful friends in the wild and free also in our outlines the 45 who was the other what was the other band oh man now you're gonna put <laughs> they're from uh, san antonio uh, something jason in the jive. kane jason in the jive yeah jason kane and the jive they were good Oh yeah, they they definitely brought a lot of energy. I wasn't expecting from them, so pretty good. Enjoyed them. Um, I want to just send a special shout out to all the guys in Inner Outlines, uh, Matt and Andrew and Doug and Dylan and Cody. Um, we'll backtrack just a little bit more for a second, just because in case anybody doesn't know, at least that listens to us probably knows by now that our, our Facebook page was hacked and. All kinds of crap, and we're moving on, and we have another new page, and it's building, but it's still we lost, you know, five thousand followers, so that sucks. But we're going to do it. So, um, but yeah, they they uh, gave me their condolences, and and it meant a lot to just sit and talk, and and having bands kind of support you, and like, hey man, we got your back, we'll help you, you know, whatever you need. So, so pay attention to that because uh, an inner outline show is coming soon to a venue near you speaking of venues um if you guys did not know what well, we are in the uh booking uh, business i guess now officially and we uh and we uh we're lucky enough i think we added two more venues this week uh, you, you excited uh, yeah i mean the more options the better obviously yeah. you know and that sweetens you know, you're not shoehorning at certain venues and, you know, either overpaying for small venues or vice versa. You know, you can kind of get an idea of what bands are going to pull, you know, what kind of crowd size you're going to get. And, you know, now we're adding more venues to our uh, portfolio. Now we have a venue for, uh, you know, each circumstance. Right. We have the big ones and we have the little ones. So, yeah, so be on the lookout in 2023. I think we're going to take December off as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, 2023, we're going to be booking like crazy, I hope. We'll see. And I don't know if I can mention it, but we're, we're going to mention it anyway, just because it's kind of official that I can say it now. But um, we will be working with, uh, I, I don't know how long they've been in town. I didn't even know they were here until about a month ago, but um, a great group of people and uh, they're uh, basically, it's a record label called Low Town Records, and uh, they're up in uh, 270 Dorset area. And so we're going to be working with them a little bit and hopefully scratching each other's back and doing some fun things with them. So we look forward to that in 2023 as well. 
So cool. Um, we uh, tonight is kind of a special night. Uh, we have uh, Eric and Todd from Autumn Clock. And we're going to be talking about the reunion show and uh, stuff like that. But first, and also, uh, we promoted it earlier that we're going to, in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to uh, celebrate the gone but not forgotten. So a lot of the St. Louis bands that are no longer with us anymore. Um, and maybe we can influence them to get back together and doing things again. So we'll go through, through some of that. And uh, Rustin will enjoy that just because he's... Not a, you know, wasn't born here, but he, he loves it here now and he's really adapted to the scene. So it's kind of a, a lesson to him of who doesn't exist anymore. And he'll be like, well, why does not that band not exist anymore? They're so good. I'm like, yeah, we know. Um, but I do have a couple new songs to play first. And then we're going to get to Todd and and uh, talk about Autumn Clock, maybe a little bit of discussion on uh, 33 and thir- uh, on the needle and all that good stuff. But first, we have uh, new music from our friends in The Stars Go Out. And uh, this is Never Sleep, and it's on Beyond FM. Thank you. 
everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM. from discrepancies is called hands up and of course they're playing tomorrow night along with fivefold and Copperview over at pops and uh tickets are on sale now so go to that if, if you don't have nothing to do tomorrow night that's where i'll be so it'll be a good time so tonight we have the pleasure of having todd and eric from autumn clock and uh, we're gonna talk about and, and celebrate the fact that they're doing a reunion show and it is on November 19th, correct? That's correct. At the conservatory. And you can, you can bring the mic up closer to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's a conservatory uh, in Alton, Illinois. Yes. It's a beautiful place. We've booked a couple of shows there and it's been nice. So oh, yeah. we love it there. Um, so let's, first of all, let's get for all the, the kids out there who, who have no idea who autumn clock is. Um, let's give them a, a brief history of, of autumn clock. Okay. 
Yeah, so you want to go or you? Uh, okay, we. Uh, I'm Eric, and uh, we started in um, 1989 or 1990, and played. I think we were around for four or five years. Um, to 97. To 97. Okay, so uh, it playing in the St. Louis area, and our hometown's Alton. Um, put out a. Let's see, we put out a CD. We traveled the country, yeah. uh, touring. Uh, we were on Point Essential One, which is for the kids that don't yeah, know this. People are around. Maybe <laughs> that's uh, sometimes that's our biggest claim to fame around here. Um, and uh, but you know we've remained friends and and have played in. After Autumn Clock ended, we've continued to play in bands, but we're still friends. And every it seems like every ten years we do a reunion. Yeah, so this is our. Third one, yeah. So, so. It's our third reunion, yeah. So we, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah. Most most of the most of the time we played was back in the you know the early nineties, early nineties, yeah, ninety one through about ninety seven, and then uh, yeah, like you said, last we've had two ten year reunions. Once an Alton at the Firehouse, and what we had one with uh, some other local bands called uh, Judge Nothing and the Bishops. At, uh, <laughs> they were in the that was the second reunion in two thousand twelve. Uh, but yeah, we 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 were part of the alt music scene. That's that was kind of like Judge Nothing uh, was one of the bands. The back of Dave and the and uh, the Bishops were, um, were bands yeah, in our great time. Great bands, great bands. Yeah. yeah. So so we, yeah, we we were part of that scene. And yeah, we we played a lot in St. Louis, like Eric mentioned, a lot at Cicero's, the old basement bar uh, that was there. The Cicero. Yeah, we we were mentioning that. I was mentioning that to him the other day about the old Cicero's. It was you know in the basement, and it was just basically punk rock and and beer and and pizza. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic place. It was a great place. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I mean, and then they it, tried to get fancy and ruined it. Sometimes, if it <laughs> rained, there would literally just be you know puddles on the floor because yeah. it's a basement bar, and water would come down. And so, yeah, it it had a. Punk rock uh, feel to yeah, it, and, and a lot of good music went through there. And, yeah, and we were pretty good friends with uh, and Marla and uh, Mike Blake that kind of ran the bar, and uh, they were really good to us. They let us open for a lot of really cool bands that would come on uh, national touring acts. So that was what was kind of fun back then. So we had that kind of connection there. But like Eric said, too, we used to do a little bit of touring, mostly around the Midwest. You know, college town tours uh, with some of our friends that were in bands around here too. Um, the uh, Fragile Porcelain Mice, uh, some friends of ours, and uh, uh, Bent, and some of the bands there from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Here's a claim to fame that, like, uh, <laughs> band Sunny Day Real Estate. You guys familiar with Sunny Day Real Estate? Well, they opened up for us. Uh, they opened up for us at Cicero's <laughs> before they put out an album. If you don't know who Sunny Day Real Estate is, two of the members went on to become uh, Foo Fighters. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the bass player is still in the Foo Fighters. Yeah. The drummer was replaced by Taylor Hawkins. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we know how that goes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so anyway, so I, I, I will throw around, you know, <laughs> two guys from Foo Fighters opened up for my band <laughs> years ago. Yeah, they went got a little further in the music business than I yes, did. Yes, so. obviously, <laughs> but yeah, no, they yeah we we that's that was that thing about Cicero's. It was just a nice club, and they, you know we had a lot of good experiences, a lot of different bands that came through that were kind of coming up at the same time. We played with this band, the Archers of Loaf, there a couple a show or so, um, and opened for them and stuff. And so a lot of you know what was going on in the scene at that time, we were got to be involved with mainly because of the people in that bar, and they kind of. Get us on gigs like that, and then we, you know, we get shows in college towns mostly, uh, but we never really got too far out east. I think we went to Cincinnati once, 
and out west, probably most of the <laughs> west is probably just Kansas City. Um, we, had, we had played at this place called the Hurricanes there a lot. It was in this um, Westport. Yeah, it was a kind of a neat um, punk rock club there. So yeah, yeah, we did, and it was it was lots of fun. We had a good time. Yeah, we were talking earlier about um, whenever we were playing some stuff, and we were talking about autumn clock, and it was very, it definitely was very uh, college radio type music, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and we we still enjoy it. Um, let's let's spend a track if you guys don't mind, and then we'll we'll come back. And I want I got another question I do want to ask you, and then we'll talk about the reunion show. Um, this is one one of my favorites. And this is Out of the Rut, and it's Autumn Clock on Beyond FM.
and I feel so free. Don't push me out your It's the best of everything STL Beyond FM. It was a cold ending, and I didn't catch it. Um, anyway, uh, tonight, uh, Autumn Clock is in the house, and we're talking about the reunion show, November 19th, over at Conservatory in Alton. Um, what I wanted to talk to you guys since, uh, okay, I'll backtrack for the kids who don't know about these things. Um, back in the day, uh, our wonderful radio station in in St. Louis called the 105.7 The Point. Um, they used to have a local show, God rest its soul, and also they used to do something wonderful, and it was called point essential and how many volumes do they have like six or seven at least yeah, at least seven or so at least seven and so uh you guys were on point essential volume one and it basically i remember i remember back in the day because when they first announced it it was a frenzy and i even remember talking to tom west like great tom west about uh, those days and it, he said it was just a room full of cds that they all kind of had to go <laughs> through and you know and naturally, you had your already favorites in town that that were going to definitely be on it, but um, but they had to dig through some of the unknowns and, and pick some out. So, tell me how about the process with you guys and and how you guys got involved with it. I don't know. You know, I think well, we did have a friend that worked at the radio station. I think at the time, uh, so maybe he helped us a little bit. Maybe I'm not sure, but um, maybe he said, "Hey." Yeah, listen to this one, guys. I listen, listen to this, to this one. one. I like this one. Um, wink, wink. But there was there also was a guy at the station named Tom McGuinn. Mm-hmm. Is it Tom McGuinn? Um, his name is, no Jim McGuinn. Yeah, yeah, Jim McGuinn. And he, he, I think he was up at the Current in Minneapolis now on that radio station there. But he was like the program director for, and I know that he was a fan of ours. He really, like really liked us because uh, we they had a couple point parties for the radio station at Mississippi Nice, and they had us play those parties so i i think he kind of liked our angle on things the guy was f- from minneapolis and he's kind of a replacements fan and i think we're kind of you know in that vein of the replacements or at least you know we were influenced by that yeah so um in buffalo tom and things like that so i think that that kind of helped us out maybe a little bit because he was the program director at that time uh, but other than that, I don't know. We just sent the tape in, and and uh, well, back in those days uh, of the early days of the point, I mean, you guys had that sound of what the point kind of sounded yeah, like back in yeah, those days yeah. too. So yeah, like it was very rock. college radio ish, and yeah. you know, it was all before all the distortion and, exactly. and punk rock. I mean, it was punk rock, but it was like a different college type of punk rock and all yeah. that stuff. So yeah, but that's kind of like how yeah, I think we just turned it in, and then yeah, we got we got to ask. I, I remember. Um, I remember when we found out. It's kind of a funny story. I'm kind of embarrassed a little bit by it now because um, we we were we were playing. We were out of town, mm-hmm. and I remember this because we were in Cincinnati at a place called Sudsy Malone's, and um, and we got a phone call, and it was like on a payphone or something. You know, we didn't have cell phones, but uh, we got a phone call, and we were told, "Hey, you guys are on the Point Essential." And we were really excited about it. You know, we were like, cool, things are really going well for us. We're out of town. We're playing Cincinnati tonight. Just found we're going to be rock stars now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We just found out we're on Point Essential. Nothing can stop us now. And and we got off the phone, and the, the venue that we were playing at, like, suddenly, <laughs> they they 
suddenly like came up and said, okay, guys, listen, you've had a few beers and you guys, the drinks aren't free and there's a tab. <laughs> and also, I don't know if anyone told you, but you guys need to be working the door um, to pay the sound man tonight. And none of this was told to us, okay? <laughs> and we, I just got off the phone being told that we're on Point Essential 1 and I think... You know, my head was getting bigger and bigger, and we were just told that our tab was cut off and that we needed to work the door, and and this is what we did. We said, yeah, yeah, we're not doing that, and we backed up and left. Do you, and, know, do you know who I am? That's exactly it. We, you know, uh, I was a big-headed... I don't know how old yeah. I was back then, but we thought, you know, uh, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed about it now. We should have played the show, but but yeah. we, were, we were like, we don't need to put up with this anymore. No, you don't. And you don't we left, and well, 30 years later, we got day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, they, yeah, they they were ridiculous. They try, I think they even our this guy Pat was kind of our roadie. He used to pack the van. They made him go buy some kind of fuse or something at the hardware store or something and then and yeah we were like we're not working that door man and then they cut us off they cut us off drinking that wasn't a good thing back then so <laughs> we were like let's get the hell out of this place yeah yeah we thought we were big time yeah. that night we didn't do it that was the only show we that was, ever, yes, yes, ever did that too yes yeah the rest of the time it just but it happened to fall on the night yeah that we found out we we're on point essential one and we thought nothing's stopping us now yeah, yeah definitely right. not you, cincinnati you're on a high and you're like fuck you yes. cincinnati we're out right. of here <laughs> we are on our way to indianapolis yeah forget you yeah <laughs> Yeah, they, but I think the Point Essential one, I don't know about it now, but I know a few years ago it was like on eBay for, I don't know, $60, $70. Like <laughs> it's kind of a, I don't have a copy myself, but yeah. but I know it's, you know. Worth yeah, I've been trying to, uh, I'm going to try to look and see if I can collect them all. I mean, I, I actually want to put, you know, the tracks on the station just, yeah, just yeah. to have them, you know, on there. Because, I mean, it is, it did mean something to somebody at one time or it another. Was, I you guess know? so, yeah. yeah. Especially if, you know, they're like you guys, I mean, living in St. Louis and you guys want that old stuff still to be played somewhere, you know, you oh, still yeah, want sure. to have life in it, you know, and so yeah, that's I mean, why and, I'm here. And, you know, that was the time because really it was just, you know, classic rock, Casey, like it, it really wasn't until, say, Nirvana came along that anything in quote unquote alternative music was not being played on radio stations, yeah. anything Similar to well, and plus, I, and I bet, and, I, and I, I'm kind of thinking back then, it was wasn't quite as easy as a, a, a band of your style to play some of the bars and stuff like that because they were just like, oh man, you, gotta, you know, I don't even know what you guys are. You yeah, know? that's right. You're not and then all covers, of a sudden, it was you're like, look what looks what look what's happening now. We're on this CD, and then um, taking it to gigs came a little bit easier after that. It did, bit. it did, and I mean, it's it's funny to say this, but when you know when when like he's talking about Nirvana when that stuff took off in the mid nineties, like ninety four, it did help everyone that played that style of music uh, because before that, yeah, it was like we I think we were talking when we were on the other break, but you know, playing at Kennedy's, yeah, uh, that, that was well, like I mean, the even only the, club like that you the, could play the alternative. Alternative wave didn't hit. Yeah. Then clubs like Kennedy's and and Cicero's. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't have had the draw that they did back then. And yeah. like, and then we'll talk even more like the other world and Side Door yeah. and the Galaxy and all of them. They they wouldn't have wouldn't ever have happened if that if, wave wouldn't have came exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. Because before and, that, in the early nineties, the alternative music that we'd listen to, you know, we were influenced by like. 
replacements and Husker Du and the stuff from the eighties, uh, mm-hmm. Dinosaur Junior and all that stuff. Um, but you know, you know, like shoegaze was real popular in the early nineties. You know, like the ninety one, ninety two, and that wasn't you know, around here. That wasn't like something that would happen in St. Louis. You know, that's like a British thing. We, were, I mean, I was personally into that kind of music, but yeah, it was harder to get. Uh, we we couldn't even get into Cicero's back in the early days. It was a different Booker at the time. The guy that used to book at the pageant a couple of years back, but but we never could get in that venue. But I yeah, and the funny thing was, everybody wanted to play there, and that stage was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it was horrible. Yeah, it was it was a big pole right in front of you when you sang in there. Yeah, it was like a, you're like if you were a drummer, you were squashed between two brick walls. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, it, definitely. Yeah. But you know. Cicero's is the type of place where if if you only brought like fifteen people, it didn't look that bad because exactly. the, the place is kind of small and yeah. uh, and it did have um, somewhat of a uh, of a crowd that would go down there. From I the mean, what, I would go to Cicero's without knowing what band was playing, just because I knew that there would be a band and I'd check out something new. So it did have that draw, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's the beauty of of the areas sectioned off uh, in town and naturally we could almost say um you know rest in peace to landing but at the time yeah. you go down a landing and not even know what was going on and just have a good time and then if you, you happen to see an act that you really liked and like bam like exactly. yeah i'll dig, i dig those guys i'm gonna buy their cd i'm gonna buy their exactly whatever or i'm gonna watch and see when they're gonna play again they could look through the river on times i'm like oh autumn clock's playing landing this weekend i'm going you yeah, know yeah yeah that was cool. I mean, and they, and I don't know if you guys remember, they had like the Mississippi Music Festival, mm-hmm. MRMF is what it was called. Yeah, I think so. For a couple of years. That, I think it was run by the South by Southwest or something. And, and that was really cool because then, yeah, we got to learn a lot of the more local bands that were kind of playing. In, in yeah, we played, we, I think we played one year and we played the Bernard stage and it was yeah. outside okay. and it was like 1.30 in the afternoon, so, but <laughs> we still played it. Right. It was cool. We got, on the, we got on the t-shirt for the festival, you know, yeah. so that was like great. Did you deal with John Green? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, many times. Where's John Green at now? Oh, Do we know? There's no telling that dude was weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> when we played at Club 367, he used to book there. He used to try to make us pay for the air conditioning. Well, yeah, and I don't know who was worse that was John Green or Parm from 367. <laughs> and if, if you know, back in the day, everybody remembers who Parm was yeah, you yeah. Know, from 367, but it remembers the, the Toxic Brew. and yeah. you know, <laughs> yep. The Toxic Brew was just basically a picture of Amaretto with a glow stick in it, pretty much, <laughs> and some other crap in it. But uh, it was cheap, and it got you drunk. Yeah. Yeah. No, so we, as you mentioned Bernard's Pub, we did play there quite a bit too, and uh, we met. Um, uh, uh, oh, what's his what's his real name? Norm from Cheers, uh, George Went. George oh, really? Went yeah. Yes. Oh shit! He came in. Uh, yeah, he came in and played some pool while we were we were opening up for a band called Moving Targets. Excellent band, a mm-hmm. big influence on us actually. And uh, it was Monday night. Not many people there, and uh, suddenly George Went shows up. He was like at the. <laughs> He was working the St. Louis home convention show. I don't know. So it, yeah. Cheers was done, I think. Yeah. No, it was just off. So we met. Yeah, yeah. He, he met was there. George Went. We met Michael Bolton once at a studio. <laughs> and that one I also regret, too, because we did not treat him nice. But now looking back on it, I would have, I wish we would have spoke to him. But we were just kind of making fun because back then he was, when a man loves a woman, was yeah. that, we're like, what, Michael Bolton's coming to this studio? Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. We're, you know, young. Boy, we must have been real jerks, actually, we back were. when we were young. Yeah, we probably were real jerks. <laughs> we, we dismissed everybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cincinnati, Michael Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. No, our, no uh, one was our friend Aaron that was kind of like getting the shows and stuff and managing us. And yeah, he was out back there playing pool with, with George Wentz. And, and when we saw, I saw him from the stage and I, and it, honestly, he had a beard, like a full beard, I remember. And I was, you know, I was kind of a, I was a Firehose fan uh, and a Minutemen fan. I thought it was Mike Watt at first because I thought, oh man, you guys, you look kind of like Mike Watt. But no, it was George Wentz. And yeah, he's back there playing with our friend Aaron Poole. It was kind of funny. There's guys on the street that were going up trying to talk to him and um, some like guys down on the landing. But yeah, it was odd. That was very odd. It was on that night, which ironically, too, the band that we play with, Moving Targets, are from Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of irony there. Huh? <laughs> that so, is crazy. It's cool. Um, yeah, so what song did you guys have on uh, Point of Steel Volume 1? Uh, the song I'm called, setting it up. Yeah, setting it up. <laughs> pericardium. Uh, per- pericardium, yeah. I think... For us, that's kind of our most popular song, I'd say, just because it was on that. And maybe uh, who, whatever remaining Autumn Clock fans there are that are in their 50s, uh, they still like it. So <laughs> we, we just played a show, at the first reunion show on the 5th, over at um, Evangeline's, which is like a Central West Central End. West End. Mm-hmm. A friend of ours, Don Bailey, owns that. He asked us to do that show, and that's kind of what precipitated this reunion. Yeah, and everybody, it was great. That was a good night. And everybody kind of sang the lyrics and remembered that song. So that's kind of. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's spin it and we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk some more stuff with Autumn Clock here in just a moment on Beyond FM. There's a stone pillar that says unless Where a boy stands to plant some seeds Barbalots play in their barbalot suits. Tell me, do they make a difference? Cause it's time 
Beyond FM. Listen, love, promote. Hey, Cezanne, listen up! I know you're listening to me. Siri's listening to me. Hell, okay, Google is. Amazon Alexis. I know she's listening too. Well, take note. This is Beyond FM. Best of everything, STL Beyond FM. I'm surprised I got I caught that ending perfect. Yeah, right. Hey, look at that. I was like, all right, which was the last one? Which was the last one? And man, I did it. I'm proud of myself. I'm not no longer an amateur no more. I hit that post perfect. Um, so let's talk about the reunion show, uh, November 19th, Conservatory. Um, who you got coming with you? Yeah, so we got a friend of ours band, uh, Breakmouth Annie. Uh, Breakmouth Annie. Uh, Bob Monroe is the singer and. And he's a friend of ours, and it was 
uh, huge, you know, like a good friend and fan of the band in the past. So we asked them to play, so they're going to open for us. Uh, I think we're going to they're going to start around eight o'clock, about eight forty-five, and then we're going to start at nine o'clock. Uh, Starting a little earlier these days because our fans are a little older. Uh, they got to get babysitters and stuff. So yeah, um, I do too. Yep, me too. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, we'll be playing at nine. Uh, Tickets are ten dollars. Ten dollars at find the door. Them where? Well, they're eight dollars online right now. Oh yeah. For so if you want to buy them through Eventbrite, and you guys can you can get that to that on our Facebook page. And it's been kind of advertising out there on Facebook mostly and Instagram, um, but yeah, Eventbrite eight bucks and then ten bucks at the door or at the venue itself. So cool. It should be a fun night. Uh, a lot of playing, a lot of older. You know, or obviously playing a lot of older, playing all older <laughs> <laughs> from the from the for, for the for the four different recordings that we had out, including even our last recording, which was not really super really officially released, but some people do know the songs on that album. But yeah, we're going to play all that. we got a couple guest musicians going to join us on stage. A few surprise covers. Two, uh, surprise we, covers, yeah. This is the first show where we have a guy doing lights. Yeah. And he's really spent a lot of time on it, so we're really looking forward to the light show. Go. It could go so many different ways. It could be bad. It could be good. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be. Hey, great. It makes it interesting. It is gonna be yeah. awesome. It'll be awesome. But yeah, we're we're, we're uh, we just put a little more effort into the show because uh, could be the last. Because you know, once every ten years. Yeah, every ten years you gotta do something. We, we're gotta gonna prepare excited. for it. Yeah, we're gonna prepare for it. So, but it's been a lot of fun playing with these guys again. So, uh, which has been great. And I think that we even talk about maybe doing a little stuff after that. Um, just because it's been so fun relearning the songs. Well, and I think also, I think also, I mean, are you guys planning on writing anything new, you think? I mean, now that you guys are older and lived life and maybe yeah. some some new stuff might come out. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, Eric's always been kind of a, wrote a lot of music anyway himself and, and me on the side as well. Like, I've got that band we were talking about, 33 in the Needle. I mm-hmm. kind of write music for that band. And then, uh, you know, I think it, it's just inevitable that we, we kind of click together as a group of musicians uh, from very early on and through now. So I think that we'll write some songs together and, yeah, new material. Uh, Bob asked us to do a 7-inch on one of our songs that we had called Ready, Set, Apple Pies, which was we had an, we had an, album, or an EP called that, and we never released the title track of that on that record. And so he liked that song and asked if we could record that. So that could simulate something maybe after that recording of that, if we do get in the studio and do that so uh, yeah we'll see i mean or right. we may just do we, we've talked about maybe just doing projects like autumn clock covers yeah <laughs> taylor swift's new album <laughs> who knows who knows who just knows? something something exciting that yeah, will so, keep us occupied and because yeah. we've enjoyed kind of getting back together yeah just playing in general so. writing songs um maybe even follow a different path a little bit less heavy and more um Acoustic and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Well, I'll look forward to it. Yeah. Let me know if you do it. Yeah, we know. You know we'll, where to come. We'll come back here and try and promote it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and hopefully I'm around another 10 years and we'll go for another reunion. And we yeah. Do yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> Man, the 40th reunion is going to be something. Yeah. Yeah, if we can still walk. Right. And the 50th reunion will just probably have to be televised <laughs> from the nursing home. <laughs> be on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate you guys coming in once again. Autumn Clock uh, reunion show, November 19th, the Conservatory in Alton, along with Breakmouth Annie. It's going to be a fantastic show. Uh, tickets are 8 bucks now, 10 bucks at the door. And, um, yeah, it'll yeah. be a good time. So, Everybody go out to that. Um, like I mentioned before, we uh, we're going to celebrate the rest of the night of the gone but not forgotten bands that uh, have have left us, and hopefully we influence them to come back and, and make some new music and stuff like that, or at least maybe do some reunion shows or, or whatever it may be. Um, this band has not been broken up very long, but it, it, I think it is official that they are officially no more. And uh, talking about my good friends in Echoes from Ashes, and we'll jam them right now as we say goodbye to autumn clock and we'll we'll jam the rest of the night um and this is victim and it's on beyond fm
listening to Beyond FM. Like I'm sitting here playing cards with my brother's kids or something. Evans Blue, cold on the midst of everything STL Beyond FM. 
thank you for tuning in, hanging out, and uh, checking everything out. Especially uh, thanks to Autumn Clock for coming in tonight and and uh, shooting shit and stuff and talking about old times and stuff like that. And, and it's a little educational for Rustin since he wasn't around, you know, St. Louis in those days. And, and I think it, it's important to talk about, uh, you know, what the scene was before because it's nowhere near what it was, but I think it could be because I think the talent is definitely here. Um, but as we go through some of the, some of the other bands that are no longer around with us, um, um, we, I, I want to kick back and, and enjoy some of this and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoy this too, Rustin. Um, this band in particular, um, I love this song. It's one, it's one of my favorite local band songs out there. And, uh, this is made in waves. The song is called Salvation and it's on Beyond FM. Thank you. 
You're going to learn today. on the best of everything STL beyond FM. Yes, they're officially done too, unfortunately. But hey, new music may be coming. I'm hearing uh, whispers around the area that maybe uh, a few of the guys are doing some some other new projects that might be coming along very, very soon. So pay attention for that. Um, so uh, next up, one of my, like probably, uh, if somebody asked me, okay, give me your top, 10 of St. Louis artists, this, this band would be in it. I probably, eh, maybe four or five, we'll say that. And this is the Hush List, and this is Hush, and it's on the best of everything STL. God, FM. Light, so I can't 